Hi, this is Jay. There's a distinction in mindfulness meditation that's especially relevant in our present moment of profound anxiety and uncertainty. It's the distinction between calm and insight. The main type of meditation we teach at 10% Happier actually has two components. First, we quiet down the mind, and then, with the mind a little quieter and more stable, we see clearly what's going on inside. Calming meditation doesn't teach you anything on its own. It just relaxes you. But it creates the conditions for the next phase, which is investigating something that's going on and seeing it clearly. For example, suppose you're on the breath for a few seconds and then suddenly you notice a strong feeling like fear, anxiety, or worry. You can investigate that. What does it feel like in the body? Is it pleasant or unpleasant? Can I allow it to just be there without hating it without trying to push it away. That's where some of the deepest benefits of meditation, insights, can arise. And yet, the interplay of calm and insight is always dynamic. When you're extremely agitated, as I am right now as I'm writing this script, you probably want to spend some more time on calm than on insight. Just taking some deep breaths, creating a little island of calm, even if it's just for a few seconds, can be extremely helpful, both physically and psychologically. For experienced meditators, this can actually be a little tricky. We're used to going into insight mode, asking questions like, what's going on right now? How am I feeling? Which is good. These are good meditative habits. But when you're just building calm, they actually can be counterproductive. Investigating your anxiety in a time like this may well lead to more anxiety. It's almost irresistible to get caught up in the story, that is, the reasons why you're anxious, your concerns about the future, and so on. The tide is just too strong. It will sweep you out to sea. So, you need an anchor. Okay, you might say, for this period of meditation, I'm not trying to learn anything. I'm not trying to get wiser. I'm just trying to use these skills which my body and mind already know to be a little less consumed by fear. Of course, there's another trick to this, which is that you have to do it without expectation. If you're sitting there shouting serenity now, like on the old episode of Seinfeld, that's not going to work. In fact, you have to be prepared for the fact that nothing may work. You may well sit for 10 minutes doing calming meditation practices and still be unable to calm down or dislodge that buzzing, anxious feeling from your chest. You can't control the outcome of meditation, just like life, in case you've noticed that recently. What you can do, again, just like life, is create the conditions for good results. Those results may or may not come, but you've done your part. You've planted the seed and watered it. The rest is up to the plant. In this case, that means inclining toward quiet, calming practices that make use of the self-regulating quality of the breath. Breathing in, breathing out, nice and slow. This is one of the body's natural ways of calming itself. So do that. When thoughts come in, gently come back to the breath. Sometimes I use a simple phrase to send them on their way, like, not now, or quiet, please. It's not that the thoughts are bad or that you are bad for thinking them. It's just not now. For now, 
I'm just going to incline toward calm. Last note, keep your expectations low. As I've said in some of my own guided meditations, don't set the bar high for how relaxed you think you should become or how wise you think you should be. This is an unprecedented, almost unbelievable time. If you get 10% more relaxed and stay 90% stressed and terrified, that's great. It may not feel like it, but it is. And who knows, maybe tomorrow it'll be 11%.